Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We are so glad that you could join us live today. Today's date is November 8th in the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Greg Messina, and if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, the Anointed One, the Messiah. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments. And of course, we welcome back our usual uptime panel, and we bring back Brother Bob Barber, we bring back Brother Bob Hagen, Brother Michael Pels, and we have Kevin Hookman. Brother Kevin Hookman, thank you all for coming back on with us to uptime. Always a pleasure to be back. Yes, always yeah. good to be back, and especially on a such a, a momentous uh, occasion and a night of elections, midterm elections here in the United States. Um, I, I assume you guys all voted, but um, uh, if you didn't, you didn't, but I'm not going to judge <laughs> you for it. Uh, I certainly voted, and uh, but I'm not going to tell you who I voted for. I think you're probably just going to know or guess. <laughs> we can guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, of course, we have a verse of the day from BibleGateway.com, Joshua 24, 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye shall serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. 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 We will serve the Lord. Lord. God bless. All right, guys. Well, it is a very interesting, interesting day indeed. Uh, I don't know. uh, Most of you guys have probably been keeping up with what's been going on today. I've been uh, buried in work, uh, workload today, but uh, maybe you guys can fill me in. Well, Well, you know, I heard that uh, we're not going to know the results until right around Thanksgiving. (laughs) <laughs> honestly because they're going to be there's going to be so much of the uh now uh, we have to keep be careful to what we say tonight yeah we uh, do. they're going to have the uh the uh what's the call the algorithm looking uh-huh. for key things it's working okay, overtime so when, when i say the word eating i actually mean put the ch in front of it okay. <laughs> you know, or if we say broad, like a broad side of a ship, I mean something else, you know. I think we're allowed so, to say fortified. Yeah. Fortified. Fortified. Yeah. There you go. But fortified. yeah, I heard that. Uh, Sturdy fort. Yeah. I heard it's not going to be till basically uh, Thanksgiving by the time that, that, by the time they actually hammer this whole thing out. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that, that's the, uh, that's, that's the narrative. Today. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on the ballot today. You know what's interesting, though, is that um, we've been on these interesting Tuesdays, haven't we? I mean, we were there on the Feast of Trumpets, and now this with the blood moon this morning, the full total mm-hmm. eclipse. Uh, and I don't know if any of you saw this picture Man. of the blood moon over the Capitol of Washington, D.C. in the morning. That was an interesting photo. I mean, that's like, you know, and then there's headlines, of course, like, blood bread moon omen for the midterm uh you know uh midterm elections for the democrats and it's just i mean they're they're really milking the the blood moon being on the election day i mean mainstream outlets were talking about it so it was a big deal it was a big deal i think it's the like the last total eclipse many parts of the world are going to see until 2025 so uh you know it's a it's a pretty big deal. I mean, yeah. I would say, Greg, 
the early results right now are showing a couple of things. One is that the voter turnout was very high um, for early voting, but unlike previous years, it appears as though it wasn't so lopsided for the Democrats because a lot of the results have already been tallied for a lot of those early votes. And, um, you know, normally you get like a major leads for Democrats, but as of right now, they're, they're not. And of course, what you're seeing is actually those leads starting already to narrow um, because they're, they're, they're actually start really starting now to vote, to count the same day votes. And one, one particular race in, um, in Virginia, it's the uh, 10th district of Virginia for the House of Representatives for the United States, went to Biden for like, by like 20 plus points. And right now it's pretty much dead even. It's 50.1 to 49.9 so with, with like 50 some odd percent of the vote in. So that, could, I mean, they said if that, if that goes to the Republicans, it is going to be just a slaughter. It's going to be just a nightmare for the Democrats. So that kind of gives you an idea of what we're early seeing. But I want to also preface that by saying Bob and I saw some of the same things two years ago and where the leads were, were, were growing and growing and growing for certain candidates, the Republicans, and then the next thing you know, it was a couple hundred thousand votes here or 200,000 yeah. votes to nothing here. And then things switched. So, well, you know, that gives up, you know, the thing is they're going to try to drag this thing out because they need to get all those, uh, those fraudulent, uh, you know, <laughs> mail-ins coming in. That gives them, I guess along two, two or three extra weeks to get those broad things in and count them. So they like, okay, we, we did all the counting. Uh, okay, so we're short here, we're short here, short here, short here, short here. All right, everybody, start writing them up. We need five thousand over here, fifty thousand over there. You know, we got Fetterneck or Fetterman saying that uh, they they got to count all the ballots, all the mail ins, even though they're all filled out wrong. It, yeah, legal teams trying to. But Bob, that. I thought yeah. that Joe Biden said that we, we should only count the the legitimate votes, but we should count all the legitimate votes. But now it seems as though Federer wants the illegitimate votes to be counted as well. Yeah, they're all for so, him. I don't so think that the Democrats the people aren't are even on the same team as the, the yeah. other Democrats. Bob, you know, I, I very rarely do I disagree with you, but on this one I'm going to have to. Um, as far as the people uh, tolerating this dragged out voting stuff, I, I don't think this is going to happen again. We were I talking. Right. We were we were talking about it earlier before we went on here. Um, there's a there's a real heaviness spiritually over this country right now, and no man is gonna you know no matter what his name is is gonna you know there's a lot of people that are hoping that a certain one comes back. I don't know. And um, in fact, I've I was uh, watching something today with the different. Uh, possibilities if the Republicans have, if it's a red wave of the Republicans or if somehow the Democrats flip it and, and, um, and there's all kinds of, uh, uh, they're, they're talking about, uh, martial law. They're talking about, um, you know, there's a lot of things you probably 
read some of these things and even seen some of these things too. But as far as the American people um, wanting a repeat of 2020, no, I I don't think so because as long as the, as long as the margins are so huge that they can't, they can't uh, go out and go do any eating, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) like you were talking about earlier. Um, Big eating. That seems like that's the strategy, right? It seems like that's the strategy. It's like just don't don't make don't allow it to be close. You know, if you allow it to be close, then you you then you never know. I mean that that that's that seems like that's the strategy. Is like make it overwhelming, and it. I mean they've already called a whole bunch of races. I mean that were that were supposed to be somewhat close or even whatever, but they've already called them and they pretty much all gone um, Republican way. So well, at it, least now they're waiting till. They're waiting until the polls are closed. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, right. remember back in the day how they used yeah, to we call them early? It's three o'clock and we're calling the race. Hey, yeah. you know, exactly. <laughs> well, they did that this last time for Arizona, if I remember. They called they called it for Arizona really early. And Bob and I were like, how can they call it yeah. at that point when the, the results that are actually in and, and Trump is leading? <laughs> I'm like, how could they call it? And that doesn't make any sense. So. Yeah, there there was some interesting things, but um, yeah, that, Michael, we yeah we we saw that was that was crazy. That was crazy. The fact that they want to have illegal votes counted, yeah, um, yeah. like in plain sight, after the Supreme Court already ruled against it and said exactly. you need to separate those things and not put them into your regular count. And it's just, it, it's, it's like, but where's the, where's the hypocrisy? Where's the, where's the alarm going off saying, hold on a second here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are, are talking about election integrity, about uh-huh. not suppressing voters and things like that. But then you have this thing that's going on in Arizona where you have all these tabulation machines that aren't working in Republican areas. What's that all about? Yeah, that's, yep. that's pretty suspect. That has to be, that's just, that's, that's just, it's coincidence. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, look what happened. All the fra- uh, all the fraudulent. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to be careful, man. But everything that happened in 2020, okay? That whole mess. Now, we thought we went through all that, okay? A lot of the eating took place, all right? And they said, no, 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 nothing to see here. Then we were censored, remember? You couldn't say that word broad or anything like that. Right. And then here, now, now look at our situation, our economy two years later. Okay. That's why it happened. All right. These guys, it was all, it was all, it was all engineered. It's supposed to happen. And that's why they did it. You know, if our guy would have got in, things have been really good. It'd been really bad for them. But since they, you know, they port, they forced their guy in and everything in and nobody, hardly anybody voted for him. Yeah. Uh, look, look at where, look at where we are at now. And yeah. here's the thing right now, tonight, there's no, there's no, no doubt in my mind why there's a blood moon over Washington on the day of the midterm elections. Right. Because here's, I'm just gonna be blunt and honest. If we lose, if the Republicans completely lose, and it's a blue wave, however that happens through eating or whatever, I promise you this: they're going to pack the courts. They're going to take away the filibuster. It's going to become a one-party system. They'll do away the Democratic Party. They'll fundamentally change our entire government on a broad scale, which will lead to gun confiscation, which sets things up for China and Russia to invade our country. There'll be a genocide, which kind of lines up with 
the tribulation period. Okay. You know, in 2016, Trump's election stopped the spread of communism that Obama brought to us, thanks to Obama. Okay. And we had a we had a good three years. But you know, Trump was magnificent, I think, at stopping the spread of communism in this country. He did it with the TPP, he reversed our trading aspects with China. And he even won up our military over China's. And Putin right. didn't do nothing during that time when Trump right. was in office. He knew Trump didn't mess around. And we had secured border, energy independence. We became a, a, one of the world's largest, not the world's largest, exporter of oil. Unemployment was down to 40-year low. And the highest average household income in U.S. history. Just a few examples. Okay. And now look at us. After well, that, what happened years ago. Now look at us, completely upside down now. Let's be honest, Bob. When Trump was in office, China was being called to task regarding their actions, and also he was putting tariffs on them. Mm-hmm. And so the trade deficit was, was shrinking between us and China, and China was at the, at the point where the, the, their economy was actually starting to really slow down and that they were on a, a track to actually surpass the United States and the GDP, but Trump basically reversed that. So th- there was a lot of things that were going on during that period of time that have changed in the last two years um, completely. Uh, oh, yeah. I think that people are definitely feeling that the message that's provided by the Democrats, which, by the way, was predominantly focused on abortion. Yeah, fifty um, percent of their ads were abortion ads, and they spent over one hundred million dollars on those ads. So that's where their that's where their primary focus is on, and then their secondary focus is saying, if you don't vote for us, then you are a threat to the American democracy, which is actually the threat to American democracy when you say that you must vote for us. Otherwise, it's a threat. That actually is the threat to democracy. Whereas democracy is that (laughs) has their own opinion and can go ahead and vote for whomever they they wish. And that is actual democracy. They've changed everything around, haven't they? They've flipped flipped everything upside down. Thank you. Yes. Everything on the everything for this midterm today, this is how bad it is now. It's not about just trying to let's just create more jobs. Right now, everything from heating our homes, keeping our homes, okay, getting food to market yeah. and maintaining an operating society is on the line today. Okay. Right. We went through two years of absolute massive destruction, but now yeah. the death shot will come if these guys win. Oh yeah. I agree. Well, that's well, the death of America will die. And that probably aligns with my book, The Road to 2024. Because oh, it'll take two good. years to completely kill off the rest of this country. There we go. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Obama's third term. <laughs> it's Obama's third term. You know he's pulling the strings. Well, let me because- let me posit this question to you, Bob. Could it be that if there is like this so-called red wave that occurs right now, and that all of a sudden now, the progress, if you want to call it progress, that was being made by the Democrats to basically fundamentally change this country is now actually halted 
because that's basically what would happen is that the, like no more idiotic stuff would be going on the laws and stuff like that that were passing like that would be stopped and their their agenda wouldn't be able to be furthered don't you feel like that they would be getting more and more upset as time went on that they couldn't do what they wanted to do and what they wanted to continue to do that when the rapture occurs that they are going to be fired up in order to be back into power and and then basically do what you're taught what you were saying earlier which is clamp down and say okay now we don't have any opposition the restrainer has been removed now we're going to go full force mhm do you feel like this time like could actually fire them up even more so and get them so upset that the ones who are the threat to democracy now uh, have have quite a bit of power and that all they're going to be doing is chopping at the bit to basically get back into power so that they can once and for all stop the madness in their minds and say mm-hmm. we are going to pack this court we are going to we are going to eliminate the filibuster we're basically going to shove through as much as we possibly can to destroy this place and to fundamentally change it mhm well that's why there's uh, the seven trumpets takes place and uh, this entire nation and all the western nations are destroyed something really goes wrong here yeah. doesn't it michael something really has to go bad here i know things yeah. are bad now but something has to happen for things to go really bad. Yeah. I mean really bad. I mean this place has to be a war zone. Yeah. Not a not an ounce of righteousness anywhere like Sodom and Gomorrah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think this may I don't know where you guys stand on this, but kind of what I've seen from the left and the right at this point now that how they just really built it up to this this apex of the, the pinnacle of everything that's hinging everything upon this red wave. I kind of see it that if, even if there was no all-you-can-eat buffets going on, right, and the red wave does ensue, I, I mean, they the Democratic Party still has the big tech, they got fake news, and they got really highly funded George Soros political groups like the FIFA race, you know, and stuff like that. And they just, I have a feeling that we'll just see another repeat of the summer of law. And, um, and I, I starting to see the right becoming more radicalized because they're starting to give more leeway over to the Republican party now. Cause I'm starting to see things that I can't really mention here in the news. Otherwise, you know, out of, because a lot of these beliefs yeah right and um i can see the same thing happening even on the right side because let's face it like everyone in bob mentioned earlier no one wants a repeat of 2020 no Mm -hmm. one wants that repeat so i kind of see we're at this point it's almost like the point of no return and i just feel a heaviness in my spirit moving forward it just looking at we're kind of at a moment where something's gonna happen Either way, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm just really kind of curious what that's going to be. And, and, you and know I'm also not, mm-hmm. okay. sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, and I'm not sure if you guys also kept a tab on this, but every time we come to these moments, I've I've noticed there's always a a flexing of the nuclear rhetoric too in the news. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I, I've been seeing a lot of stuff in that department as well. Yeah, I was just thinking to you know just. This is a good point you just brought up. You know, we're at the uh, we've we've come to the 
we come to the crossroads, Michael. Uh, and, you know, I, I just think that people, re- uh, people that don't have any hope, this is why we're on here. We're not on here to, you know, I'm not on here to be, to be Brett Bear or anything and talk about all the results. Uh, although I'm kind of checking them as we're going along here. The uh, race for Senate in uh, in the state of Georgia is getting really, really close. Yeah. Between Warnock and uh, Herschel Walker. And some of the other ones are, are starting to get, there's uh, DeSantis is way ahead of Chris and, you know, like that kind of stuff. But if people are looking to uh, a particular man to uh, come back, if you will, or whatever, and just make everything right. Uh, you know, that's your, that's your privilege to believe that. But at the same time, we, we're talking about um, getting people to come back home. You know, God is waiting for you. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Uh, we're not, we're not on here to be political pundits far from it. I don't even want to go that, to go that direction. And, some of the things I feel about politics it might not uh, be all that great to talk about, but at the same time, you know, people that don't have hope can have hope. Isn't that right, Kevin? I mean, we're, that's one of the reasons why we all get on here every week. That's the reason Michael does his thing and, and, and Bob and Kev and myself and Greg, that's why we're doing this is to, is to, if you've never known, the Lord Jesus Christ to uh, check him out, you know, I mean, uh, look into it. And, you know, the Bible is the word of God. Um, you know, the gospels, uh, if, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, ask, ask him to show you. And uh, I just had to bring this up because I was feeling just that there's a lot of people that are, are feeling really hopeless right now. Either way, you know, I mean, some people might think, oh, great, there's going to be a red wave, we're, we're going to be saved. But if mm-hmm. you're not really saved, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I think all we, I think what one thing we care about is like, is, is being able to continue to share the gospel. Um, we don't obviously want to be shut down. We, we, we want to have our message come through every week. And, um, you know, that's I think that's super important for for Christians to make sure that that they they're doing whatever they possibly can in order to ensure that. And it, and you don't want to go out of your way to, like, be banned. I mean, that's just not mm-hmm. that's not smart. It's not smart. But at the same time, you also don't want to just completely capitulate to everything uh, as well. So you got to walk a fine line. That's kind of like being the wise uh, the, the wise Christian, right? You're kind of, you're, you're being a little, um, you know, careful, but you're very wise about what you say and what you do. And that's why Bob is like watching himself tonight. And I love the all you can eat buffet reference that yeah. those are very smart things. And in addition to that, we also know that this is not our permanent residence. And so no matter, you know, what happens the you know, this world is, is ultimately doomed <laughs> we know that but we also know that there is um there, right now there is redemption to be had and we are we are going to continue to spread that 
that light while we're still here. We are going to act as the restrainer. We are going to continue to restrain and hold back as much evil as we possibly can while we're here, while we occupy. Because the moment we're taken out, I mean, then the, uh, then the, the evil has free reign and, and it's going to spread and it's, and it's going to do the things that Bob was talking about. Like that is, that is going to happen. And yes, Bob, that is, I think that is really the tip, the ultimate tipping point is like when mm-hmm. things really go bad, that is when it really starts to go bad. And it just is a cliff from there. And then ultimately punishment and judgment comes upon every nation. Let's be honest. And, and people are, and people are really, uh, there's, you know, the fields are white with harvest. Uh, I, I really yeah. believe, Michael. They, they are. There's, there's so many people that still are searching. You know, there's, there's people. We were all searching years ago, or whatever. Whenever we came to the Lord, we were searching, and we found. Thankfully, there's a lot of people that, that just, they get to the point where they start to say, well, you know, there's no way that. If there is a God, he could ever forgive me for all the all the things I've done. Well, we could have a long talk if you and I want to do someday about that. Uh, he yeah. is in the forgiveness <laughs> business, okay, if you will. Amen. Uh, he laid down his life so that we could have a more abundant life and so that we could have sound minds so that we, we could communicate and, and let people know about him, you know, and let people know that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except by him. And that's not being narrow-minded. That's what the Word of God says. That's true. And if you're searching, you know, you still you still have time. You know, I, I almost feel like I'm, I'm giving people an ultimatum in a way when I say it. But, you know, why put off till tomorrow something that's right in front of you today? You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. it, it's something that you'll never regret. And it's not going to be an easy life. But it certainly will be a more fruitful and a more abundant life. Mm. And you'll actually be able to help people. Maybe you say, well, I can't even help myself. Well, go to the Lord. You get the help from him. And then mm-hmm. he'll start Amen. to get your life into, into the position where you're, you can turn around and help other people. Amen. You know, it's just like when Michael does his program. I mean, he's on there. And uh, he's not talking about himself the whole time. He's not on there saying, well, look at me. Look how great I am. No. Yeah. He's directing people back to the Father. Because yeah. if we try to do that, Michael, it's not going to work. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to work. You know, if Greg came well, on yeah. here and said, hey, look, I'm Greg. I got this show on here, and you know, this this is where it's at. You know, look at me. I'm a star. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it would have gone, listen to my voice. <laughs> so silky smooth. The voice. Yeah, the, same thing, with, the same thing with Kev. You know, if Kevin came on here and said, look, you know, I've I've got it. I'm I'm, I'm totally brilliant. And, you know, I really have. You should listen to me. No one would believe it. No one would. Believe, <laughs> no one would believe it anyway. They'd have to listen to me for a little while, and then they would be like, "This guy's holding." No, I'm just I'm just using that as an example. I think you're a pretty pretty intelligent guy. You know? mm-hmm. I have moments. Amen. Amen. Yep, we are saying. You know, I love the. You know, we said talk politics, but what's uptime all about? our Lord and Savior, our walk with the Lord. Okay, watching for that glorious day of our Lord of our Lord appearing, Titus 2.13. Okay, 
the rapture resurrection uh first thessalonians 4 16 17 and you know salvation you know you guys ever thought about this we are saved by the the three a's the three alones we're saved by grace alone through faith alone in christ alone okay not of works lest any man should boast we are sealed to the day of redemption ephesians 4 30 okay None of our works are going to do anything to get us saved or keep us saved, uh, according to Galatians 2.16, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we are not justified by works of any kind. So anybody, and I'm seeing a lot more of this stuff, these works people are really coming out. I don't know if you guys noticed that, especially during these feast days and stuff like that, and people are rapture haters. They're coming out of the woodwork? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was like, you know, first of all, if you're a rapture hater, I know you're a work lover. You're about all about your works. You know, if your works are so great, how could it didn't save the saints back then? Uh, I'm sure those saints were better than you. They're not surrounded by all the sin and temptation that we have today. I'm sure they were a lot better than you were. But how come they couldn't get saved? All right. They needed bloodshed. Book of Hebrews. We, our sins are atoned by bloodshed. Amen. Jesus' blood shed the cross. That blood atones for our sins. Your works do not atone for any of your sins. Any of them. None of Amen. them. Even before Jesus came, the bloodshed of a lamb atoned right. for their sins. Yeah. Bloodshed of a goat atoned for the sins of Israel for a corporate uh, sacrifice of atonement. Required okay? blood. Blood, 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 blood. All right? It's all in the blood. Yep. Yeah. And if... If you don't believe in the blood is all you need to go to heaven, you got a problem. Big okay, problem. if you think you have to add works at all, if you're listening right now, any works to get saved and to stay saved, then you don't have complete faith in the blood of Jesus. You don't have complete faith or complete understanding in that work. Right, Kevin? Amen. Yeah. That that Amen. is that is salvation. You believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and what he did, his work on the cross, you are saved. If you believe that you're doing anything other than believing, <laughs> then you're at it. You've basically diminished Jesus and his work. And you cannot do that. You cannot diminish what he did. What he did was the most powerful thing that has ever been done. And you and diminishing it just slightly and putting yourself into that place and saying, I had something to do with it, rather other than your faith, <laughs> that is that is a problem. And and you you have to realize that when you have faith, then that is all of it is put onto Jesus and say, say, Jesus, you are the reason why. Not me, not for anything that I've done. I cannot boast about anything that I, I've done in order to bring me into into heaven, into salvation. That is not the way it works. Jesus Christ is the only way as well, by the way. There is no other way. There's no, if I'm good enough, I go to heaven. There's no, if I find peace yeah. with the world and I'm one with mother nature, then ah, I will go to heaven. Mother Gaia. Mother Gaia, right. If I yeah. if I if I'm connected and I'm and I'm on the same wavelengths 
and the same chakra, then I'm then I'm I'm going to a peaceful place after I die. No, Jesus actually said that no one goes to the Father but through yeah. Me. And just think about this for a second, Kevin. What you, you guys have been talking about, if it was, if it was something that was according to our works, that you know, then we're in this constant competition. Okay, I, I just had a yeah. thought about this. What what Bob Barber is doing is far greater. I mean, with what he's doing is could be uh, deemed far greater than what I'm doing, or, or what Michael's doing with his ministry, what you're doing with your ministry, Kevin, or with Greg. So, you know, what are we doing here? We're all, we're supposed to be a body that works together, right? Right. Every, you know, we all need each other. The strengths that, the strengths that you guys have, I need. And the strength that I have, I guess you guys need. So we got, you know, that's the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. You know, it's like we all have, my my calling is not to uh, do what Bob's doing because you see, you know, I'm I'm not talented in that way, uh, or I'm not talented in the way that Michael is, or or Kevin, or or Greg. But the Lord is has me doing certain things, and I believe that's what He wants me to do. That's why I do them. Um, Amen. And it's it's all, you know. There's a lot of people out there that are saying, well, I. I can't do this or, you know, how can, the, how can the Lord use me? I'm, I'm just, I don't really, I don't know a lot of word, but what about your personality? And you just allow him to work in your life. It says he works in us to willing to do of his good pleasure. Right, Michael? Amen. I mean, when you, when you started off as a believer, you weren't, you know, this, super eloquent guy that you are now. I mean, oh, I, I, think, I think you're pretty like eloquent, train but, but you were, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we're, we're all, we've all had to learn through the years. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've, Definitely. we've all had to learn. Yeah. And sometimes we get corrected by the father when we're, we're doing stuff, you know, we'll start doing something and, and uh, all of a sudden we realize that we need to, we need to stop and, look at this again and maybe do it a little different, a little differently, you know, uh, a pride, will, pride will start popping up in our yes. lives. If we think that all of a sudden we're something, the word says we're special. I believe that we're God's workmanship, but it doesn't say that we're supposed, you know, it says in the word, we're not supposed to Lord over God's heritage. You know, we don't, we don't come on here. Uh, we don't come on here to put people down. We just, uh, we come on here to let people know that, there is a Lord and Savior who came, he lived his life, he laid down his life for you and me. I mean, every time I think about that, I, my heart just gets full of love. I'm thinking to myself, why would he do that for me? Right. Why would he do that for you? Our because sins aren't it, any better he, than the ones who don't yeah. believe, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're just as bad. They're, they're, I mean, there's nothing special about us. No. In terms of our, how we've, uh, you know, what how we behaved in our life, and the, like say, oh well, you didn't commit, you didn't commit as many sins as this other person, so that's the reason why you're saved. No, no, oh, no, no. Has nothing to do with that. It has everything yeah. to do with faith, and it has everything to do with the spirit of your heart, and the fact that you, your, your heart, your spirit changed. 
Your heart's mm -hmm. changed from when you didn't, from, from before you believed to after you believed. There's a change that happens there. And it's, yeah. a, it's a spiritual change. And what that does, it affects the way that you live thereafter. Yeah. Because you realize that it's not, it's not you who live, but it's he who lives within you. And Same you love him. him. And that's the reason why you do things differently. Because you feel him inside of you. And you know he's there. And you feel the... The, you listen to the small, still voice, and, and it guides you, and it allows you to discern things that you didn't weren't able to discern before. Yeah. You get all this yeah. extra knowledge, which is awesome. And it's not knowledge about like math problems; it's knowledge <laughs> about it's knowledge about the about how you control your members to yeah. walk within the spirit that you have, and that is a constant struggle. But yes, what you do is you die to that daily, and that's what it says to do, and it's not an easy thing. But you can't possibly do it if you're not saved. There's no possibility. So yeah. that's the only way you can you can be on that path and on that road, but you first must basically give up the fact that you can do it yourself, and you put that on at the feet of the cross. I've seen Amen. over the time that we've been on here, and I don't, I don't know, it's been more than two years, right, Greg? Oh, it's been over. Yeah, yeah. it's been over two years. And the time that we've we've been together, you know, with with Bob and and Kevin, and now Michael, just the short time that that I've known Michael, I can see growth. Uh, the time that I've been with these other guys, I can see how the Lord has worked in their in their lives and within their uh, individual ministries and within the, you know, to be able to communicate uh, it's, you know, if, if, if you could go back and with me back in time to see what a confused mess I was. <laughs> and now, you know, every, every day I think about that and I'm thinking to myself that I can, I'm thankful for a sound mind. And Amen. I'm, I'm thankful that I can get up and, and just, praise the Lord for one more day. And, and, and it's like Kevin was saying, you've got to, you have to realize, and it's not weak. It's not a weakness to admit that you can't do it yourself. No, it's a strength to, yep. to reach out. You exactly. know, it's, it's, uh, it's weak to think you can do it on your own. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, uh, definitely. And speaking to what uh, Kevin was speaking about, as far as walking and learning and growing in the wisdom and the knowledge of the Lord and, growing in that stature and um, what Bob also was saying about pride. And that's something, yeah, that especially what both Bob's were saying about not only the time we're living in and the resurgence of the law, the Pharisees, the Sadducee mentality, that spirit that's coming back through, but we always have to constantly keep ourselves in check too. And if we don't, the Lord will humble us. So you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> you got the Holy spirit and he's going to, he's going to humble you. And Matthew five twenty said for it, I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribe and the Pharisees, you will by no means enter into the kingdom of heaven. And I think that's really important to remember because a lot of people think that, you know, it's about their righteousness because they haven't submitted to the law of righteousness that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, it's really sad, but it's so easy to do. And we see that even with Peter from Galatians 3, right? You know, it's so easy to start getting wealthed up and then start falling and slipping back. 
So it's good to have each other, to have the fellowship, the iron sharpening iron, you know, the re- to reprove and rebuke and exhort one another in this final time. Because, you know, I think we can see the writing on the wall that we don't have much time left. And it's, it's, it's really intense, right? But then a lot of people, when they start building up the self-righteousness, you know, they always remember, I'm sure everyone's heard this from First uh, Samuel 15:22, where he says, to obey is greater than sacrifice. And it's very true, but we got to remember who the obedient one was. Who's the one who was obedient even unto death from Philippians 2, 8. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even to the death of the cross. And because of that, because of that, he fulfilled Right, where all the law and the prophets all hang upon the Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't come to take away the law, but he fulfilled it so he could become the righteousness of God and his atoning blood. It's what we have to have faith in because without him, we're nothing. You know, if we don't submit to the law of righteousness in Jesus Christ, then we're we're all hopeless. We're all, <laughs> there's no hope for anyone. The only I've been, hope to- I've been told I was one. hopeless for a few times. <laughs> <laughs> you proved them wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild because, but it's so easy, and um, even in my earlier walk, you know, and I, I, there was always a battle, right? And the Lord had to keep reminding me of this concept. And really, my channel started out, and I started really it was just the Lord exhorting and teaching me things, and I wanted to share what the Lord was showing me because there's so many people out there now that are saying, "Oh, it's about this or it's about that." But no, the only thing it's about is the Lord Jesus Christ, his finished work and that atoning blood and having faith in him alone, nothing else. It's a continuing story of the prodigal son, Michael. Mm. It's really what it is. It keeps coming back to my mind, you know, the the forgiving father. God is waiting. He's, he's, you know, there's a lot of songs out there. He's waiting for you and he's going to run to you. All you have to do is realize that you need him. And it's, it's a simple thing. It's not, it's not some, you know, religious experience or whatever. It's uh, see, that's what bothered me back in the day. You know, it's always, it was always so many things dealing with works. But Mm. when I finally realized it was, it was a free gift. And then I I started looking into it. I'm thinking to myself, it had to be free because of what it cost. And, and without, uh, without what he accomplished for us and continues to do for us, I might add, we really don't. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a, a clue. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. thankful. I'm thankful. I know him. Um, and I, I try to, I try to live according to his word, the best of my ability. I fall short a lot. We all do, Amen. but we're going to continue to, to walk. Aren't we, Greg? I mean, that's what can, what can we do, man? It's just uh we keep we continue, on keep continue to be faithful uh, mm-hmm. through through everything that's going on. I saw yeah. busy busy for the Lord on there. You put hit, you put him, uh, you put his his little oh, thing. Oh, Dustin in the chat. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to him. Uh, love you, hey, brother. Dustin. Yep. Thank, Thank you, you for all for the lifting you up. Inspiring right messages every day. You guys see his messages come through like at uh, what 
five o'clock in the morning, I think is when he starts. <laughs> it seems like I wake up and I've got like seven messages from Dustin. So, it's like something tells me he's not scheduling those posts. <laughs> you don't think he's for work or something, man. My yeah, seriously. <laughs> he's really inspirational though. He he provides I wake up in the morning and I see those things and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm feeling good now, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and throughout the day, he'll put, just post something and you'll, you'll read it and you'll be like, okay, that reinvigorated me. Every once in a while, I think on Wednesdays, he does like a live stream thing. Every once in a while in the afternoon, I'm, I'm like taking a break from work. And the next thing I know, I'm, he's live and I'm like, okay, I'm going on there. And I'll listen for like 10 or 15 minutes and then I'll just get filled. And he just has the word and he feel you know, he fills you with goodness and he's like, Okay, and then you're like, I'm ready to go for another half a day, you know. It's it's a daily busy, walk busy, that busy. you're talking about, Robert. You know, it's like every single day you're just grinding it out, you know. Amen. You know, he's busy for the Lord. Yeah, that's what that's he's right. doing. Exactly. <laughs> Giving us all encouragement. I mean, who needs encouragement right now? I yeah, do. Everyone we all does. do. Yeah. A lot of people sure. love coming here to yeah. like church for them. And uh, I tell you what, uh, we let's pray for Dustin because uh, the enemy's ramping up his, their attacks on him. All right, there's a big picture of him down in hell, and they all look in stereo and they get mad, so they do their assignments because what he's doing for the Lord. Okay, I'm sure all of our pictures are down there. Okay, I'm sure we're up there on the on, the, on their leaderboard somewhere. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, right now I don't know if you guys noticed that, but the enemy is definitely. Definitely ramping up their attacks right now. What well, used to be easy, now all of a sudden it seems to be difficult. Some things that used to do easy used to go through them seamlessly are getting difficult now, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, some, yes. people, some of you, yes, some, some, I know. Some things that used to be easy, now they're getting difficult. You know, whatever it is that you're dealing with, you know. Yeah, of course, I'm getting up there in age now, you know. So it's, <laughs> it comes in many different directions with health and everything now. Right, cracking. So just uh, same prayer for everybody, Dustin. I was praying for you when I saw that. I don't know if you saw my lips moving, but I was praying for you. Go back and look. But uh, being prayer for Dustin, everybody right now, because the rapture resurrection is almost at hand. Okay. This blood moon right now, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing yeah. that that blood moon was there, and I couldn't see it. I had clouds out here this morning. Yeah. I ran out there. Damn. At four something at four fifty six this morning where I'm at. Yep. And I had shorts yeah. and a t shirt. Froze my butt off. <laughs> but I couldn't it. see it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That moon is there. That moon yeah, was yeah. there for a reason. Now Scotty Clark put out a video. You guys see that video where it's going it represents a red wave. Well, you know what? I hope so, Scotty. Because if it's a blue wave, I already told you what would happen. Oh yeah. But what if it's a red wave? Let's talk about that for a minute. What if it is a red wave? Okay. What if it's a total flip? Republican, everything gets really good. Red all the way across the board. Does that mean that things are going to get great for us? We're back in 2017 and we can stop worrying about everything? No. Mm. Because here's the thing. Uh, Trump is the perfect candidate to lead to galvanize the entire Christian community, especially in this country, into the B system. He's perfect, all right? The whole country looks towards him as a savior. The world, yeah, that guy right there. The world looks towards him as a savior. The ETs are friendly with him, all right? So don't tell me that if there's a... Yeah, so don't tell me if there's a red wave across the board that this isn't being set up 
for the great delusion that's coming. Like I always said, nobody is fooled by the Democrats. Nobody's fooled by Biden. Nobody is fooled. Everybody's distancing themselves. Even the Democrats hate the Democrats. Even the Democrats can't trust the Democrats. No, come on, man. So something has to change massively in order to lead the Christian communities and people on the right into the mark. And it's not going to be Biden bumbling idiots. Okay, it's going to take somebody like Trump. It's going to take somebody like a good, good, good indicator. Who won the election? Israel. Benjamin Netanyahu. Perfect. Amazing. And and Kevin, and, we were talking about that not too long ago. We always yeah. thought he'd be back yeah. in the picture at some point. And look at this, how quickly that happened. Perfect. And Tune in Trump, time and you'll get uh, tomorrow's news today. <laughs> I mean, we, we we did. We called it. Uh, and I but, but I think that it's not more of our own understanding. We saw, like, where Israel was headed and ultimately where they need to come back to in order to get ready. For this tribulation period of time. And I think we all saw it, that Netanyahu is the perfect candidate to be there for that. I mean, he's the guy who's going to be strong in terms of setting up regional war. Let's be honest. I mean, he's not going to back down to Iran. He's not going to do those things. And some of those things must take place in order for Israel to expand its borders, become more powerful, and ultimately set up Ezekiel 3839. So, yeah, yeah Greg, we... we never put a nail in Netanyahu's coffin. Uh, as a matter of fact, we had Zeb Porat on here two years ago when Netanyahu was clearly in power at the time. And uh, Zeb Porat was saying the same things, whereas Trump kind of fits that model of, of where the United States can be headed and the polarizing figure that he is to cause division. And Netanyahu is also a polarizing figure, but he's that strong warrior kind of type that is not going to have Israel back down. Like, let's be honest, the last couple of years, they've been wishy-washy um, for the last year and a half on a lot of different things. They certainly weren't as strong Netanyahu is in there. So, yeah, yeah I think we called that. And, Bob, i got to tell you, if Trump does uh, announce in one week from today that he is going to run for president, not only is he going to galvanize who you talked about, he is mm. going to galvanize the left. Because yeah. can you imagine what, like, if, if there is this red wave that's going to happen and how much more that, that they're going to want to get back into power and then have Trump be the foil on the other side that they can be able to go against? <laughs> yeah. They'll have a field day over the next two years um, just going after him. And like Michael said earlier, it was a very important point that I don't want to, I don't, I want to make sure it doesn't get lost. They still control the narrative. They still control the narrative. They can do and say whatever they please. And they can put out whatever message that they so desire. And that is going to be the prevailing message. Whether or not people accept it or reject it, that's up to them individually. But that is going to be the message that is going to be permeated throughout the next election cycle. Yeah, and um, speaking to both of you, you all's points. Um, it's very interesting that I find that uh, we're talking about this red wave, right? And then we're starting to see different political figures, like uh, Italy's prime minister being the most far right. Now we have Netanyahu <laughs> coming back into office, and um, they're saying 
that it's the most progressively far right government that Israel's going to have in a sense ever. And then it's very interesting when we look at the almost there's almost a pattern there because Netanyahu, remember, he was taken out because of corruption charges, which are still pending. But we also seen how Trump, right, he got taken out and then they kept trying to go after him for corruption. I think it's very interesting that we see a that kind of parallel that paralleling there, right, with the two different administrations. And I was like, well, that's really interesting because if there is a red wave, this could be essentially mimicking the same thing that's happening with Israel. And I thought that was really interesting. And to Bob B's point, yeah, we have to have, you can't, yeah, everyone doesn't like the Democrats, though. That's <laughs> already, you know, there's so many problems with them already. Even they don't, they can't stand each other. They can't even keep up with their own wokeness, right? And I think it's interesting because um, we see in Second Corinthians eleven fourteen it says, and no wonder for Satan himself transforms into yeah. an angel of light. So you have to have, he ain't going to, Satan ain't going to come here and with a pitchfork, right? <laughs> I mean, no one's going to just... I mean, I guess maybe some of the Democrats might get in that. <laughs> but, most, but most of them. I yeah. saw them in the most campaign. Normal, the yeah, most normal people yeah. aren't going to say, oh, well, hey, wait a second. This guy is, just, you know, he's red and has a pitchfork and a tail and horns, and I'm going to go take this dude's tattoo. No, that's not how it works, does it? <laughs> yeah, that, that's not very deceitful. That's not a really big deception if they come in. No, it's not. Like it's pretty that. obvious. Yeah. yeah. I like that point. Yeah. I mean, he, he comes. He comes with all lying signs and wonders, right? I mean, it's it's yeah. not a it's not an in, in your face type thing. But the deception's in the face. But the, but you have to have the Holy Spirit to be able to discern. Amen. So that, that's the key. Is that that's why Bob, you and I can see these things and and everybody else too. But we we point these things out and we we talk about this offline. Sometimes we see these things happening, especially after we we talk, uh, you know, during this broadcast. We'll talk afterwards for 15, 20 minutes and we'll bounce things off of each other and we'll say, did you see that? Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah. Well, the American public or the whomever took it like this and it's like, well, wait a minute, you know, with the Holy Spirit in here, like that's the wrong take that, that you know, you, you got to see through that and then see to the other side. And, and also knowing that it's a spiritual war that we're fighting right now goes a long way to be able to discern things and also see things that can take place, say in the future, like Netanyahu. If you know it's a spiritual war, a warfare that that's going on, then to say, Oh, who's done because he's indicted or he's, he's got these fraudulent charges on him and blah, blah, blah. He's never going to be a politician again. I mean, but if you look past that and say, what about the spiritual realm? How does he play into that? then you can actually look past some of those things and go, you know what? He's got a chance to get back in. And then some people will say, they've got no chance. But what happens? He's going to be back in. I mean, I like the fact you brought that up, Craig, because I, I didn't even remember that we did that. But we we definitely said that. And I and I and you've got to give praise and glory to the Holy Spirit and thank him for being in us so that we see these things. I've said this Amen. many times here before and uptime, and that is I am so grateful that that the Holy Spirit indwells within me to be able to, to have eyes to see what's really going on. Because I'm telling you, the, the, the deception that people are under right now, oh, I thank God that I'm not, I'm, I'm not in that. I, I, I just, 
I couldn't even imagine that. It's like, yeah, you're, they, they don't even know that they're being deceived. That's, that's the strange part is that we could see it so clearly. And I think that's part of our job is to like bring them out of that is to snatch them away from that and to pull them out and, and get their eyes open so that they can actually be able to start to understand what the truth really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, blessed hope says here. I'm glad you guys are bringing this up. Most channels don't, uh, probably most channels don't talk about it. So yeah, you know what? I believe that the Lord keeps a hedge of protection around my ministry and our ministries and this, this, this broadcast, because I know we've said some things that, 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 um, that, um, that uh, algorithm should have picked up, but it didn't. Okay. Uh, I believe uh, when God, the way God looks at everybody, if you're willing to fight, he's going to stand behind you. If you're going to lay down and let the enemy just bulldoze you, then a lot of bad things are going to happen to you. But if you're willing to fight and get out there and fight, he's going to stand behind you. He's going to protect you. Okay. The angel, his angels are hard at work. All right. Maintaining this broadcast. And everything that we're doing, feeding my sheep today, and on the YouTube Amen. channels and stuff like that, I told totally him. You know that, yeah. You know there's angels watching over this channel. Yeah, <laughs> has to be. I mean, yeah. Man. I mean, what's what's the other explanation when you got Bob Barber on this? Place? Two two and a half years, we have not. <laughs> we have not missed. Bob Barber. <laughs> yeah, and two and a half years, we have not missed any. You know, one week, we have not I know. missed one week. It's amazing. Two and a half years. Um, yep. Amazing. You, you, you've only missed one week. Yes, I, had, I was I out one week. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I know that wasn't Bob. It had to be you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Barber did such a great show. I, I, I got to hand it to him. I, we had a good time with Bob, didn't we? I mean, we we really enjoyed you not like being here, Greg, so that we could just give it to Bob and just say, Bob, can you do this? Can you do that? Because, like, I just sure. started doing this, like, I'll two just, minutes ago. Would you give me turn a Turn it on. I'll figure it out as we go along. Okay. Bob, pull you know, this, this scripture up, Bob. What's that? I said, pull, can you pull the scripture up, Bob? He's like, we just like, started two minutes ago. How dare you? Yeah, like, <laughs> um, I, you're, you're lucky I got your face up here right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that people can hear you. We've <laughs> had some yeah, interesting moments here for the last two and a half years, Greg. And I, I thank the Lord that um, he's protected us. And, Bob, you're absolutely right. The, we are definitely a protected channel for some for some reason, I, I I know the reason. I mean, the fact is, is that we're reaching thousands of people every week with the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we're we are giving them hope, and we are helping to edify the brethren. And God is is blessing this broadcast and blessing everyone who listens to this broadcast. It also has brought people over to feed my sheep today. Uh, we've and, and people have listened to us on uptime and then gone to to Bob's channel. And have and then have donated thereafter. So, I mean, God is working miracles every day through 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 people and through the things that His body is doing. It's amazing. And He's brought a lot of uh, a lot of wonderful brothers along with us, uh, like Michael, right. and we've had a lot of. Uh, How many really- guests have you had, Greg? Uh, too many to count. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be close to like over fifty at this point, right? I would think so. Well, 
Wow. I'm going to have to count now. I'm interested. I want to know. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, when speaking of guests, we're supposed to have on a full house next week. Uh, if they can make it, we certainly have uh, Brother Chad from Watchmen on the Wall, ADH. Oh, nice. He's supposed to be joining us next week, along with Brother Tyler from Generation 2434. Uh, Barry Scarborough and possibly Brother Chews. We'll see uh, if he, they, he can make it, too. So, Wow. Uh, should, yes, you, we're going to have a full house. Just all, just like that. <laughs> Bob's yeah, taking a You don't need Bob's us anymore, do you? All right. Well, thank you, Greg. We've had such a great run here. Well, I didn't know we were reminiscing for our last time, but uh, that makes sense. Yeah, Kevin, it's been a that's all folks uh, <laughs> have we lost kevin is he is he cracking up behind the scenes now or what oh, i think he's Uh-oh. that's funny there he is we'll just wave to everybody those are all i love all i love all i'm just guys. out yeah there we go we're gone be awesome it's gonna be, it. that's gonna be a good i might as well just sit we're sit gonna have the brady bunch set up next week aren't we Greg? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot. We're going to have, We're going to have almost the three by three by three. Yeah. And then yeah. Who's no, going to be Alex in the middle? I think you got to put Bob Barber there. I, I'll, I really just, uh, I'll <laughs> take I'll take the week off. You guys, I I just we'll sit you, back what? And watch you guys. Bob, don't take the week off. Come on, are you, you kidding can, me? You can join us. Yeah, you got to give the your, give Jesus a chance speech with Barry and all them here. <laughs> Jesus the chance. Okay. <laughs> give Jesus the chance. Yeah, that's right. Have them steal. I was going to I was going to say something about you know you were talking earlier about how uh, you get those uh, messages from Dustin, busy for the Lord. Yeah, and uh, I was Every at day. work the other day, and I have uh, I have Michael's channel uh, with a, a little reminder thing on my phone, and I'm sitting there taking a break, having a cup of coffee, and they go, you know, and I put him on, and I see him on there live, so I watched him on my phone. And I'm sending him messages. He said, oh, hey, Brother Robert's there. <laughs> it's so cool. You know? So I can sit there and be edified for 10 minutes watching him on there. You know, yeah. and uh, just it was it's really cool. So oh yeah, it's always awesome know? to see you guys popping yeah, it's, in. It's just really uh encouraging. It's it, these technologies are incredible. And and sometimes it just just right, you just hear the thing you need to hear. Mm. You know, you're yeah. just you're there's a lot of pressure going on and you'll uh you get a message like greg and i send texts back and forth and a lot of times they'll say i hope you have a blessed day you know and and i always read those and i i think to myself it's a it's a great thing to have brothers in the lord that care that much you know i mean because every every day something comes up Every day can be a challenge. We all know that. But um, it's like you said earlier, it's uh, iron sharpening iron with, you know, the strengths we each need. And, and, uh, and it's, a, it's something that um, once you realize that, it makes life a lot fuller, you know, because you realize, hey, you don't, you don't even know you have these many brothers and sisters. And all of a sudden you just, you know. You go look in the chat, and there, there's so many people. It's hard to believe sometimes that there's so many people that tune in. And um, I feel like I know them. I, mean, I don't think I, I tune every I week. I don't yeah. think they're 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 not tuning in to hear me play my imaginary piano behind me here either. 
Is that what you do? You play is, is that a Steinway there you got? Yeah. Behind you no or what? I see this. <laughs> I, I see the same people. We've seen the same people every week, and it feels like that you're that you like you know them, like they're your your friends. That you know, it's just amazing because we chat with each other, we talk to there. I see some of these people also um, donating to Feed My Sheep Day, so I. I've seen them through that as well. It's like they're part of my life, you know. And and of course, you, you Robert are are, are a part of my life as well. And I I, I think about you. Um, I hope that you're doing well. I know that you have pain sometimes in your knee and stuff. And I just I just don't want you to ever have to feel that way. And I, I I whenever you're not on here, I'm like, man, this guy just works so hard. He gets up and crack of dawn. And it's like. It's just tough, and I and I'm. But I, whenever you're here, I'm like, all right, this is great. I mean, I get it. We get to have our little banner, and it's fun, yeah. and it's just it's just a great time. And then, Michael, you've been such a great. You know, I don't even know if you're a guest host, guest panelist anymore. You've been on so long, so many times. I, I, he's a regular. He's a regular. I think brother. you're just a regular now. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, so and your messages are always so so uplifting and you're always you have this logic to you that is really um that i appreciate a lot too and and the fact that um i mean bob and his his theories and videos and stuff and his analysis is in time yeah. analysis. Yeah. he's an in time analysis and i love that about him and that he and that he's always got some idea about something and it's just it's fantastic and i i gotta admit um you know greg when you asked me to if I was interested in coming on to this new broadcast called Uptime in May of 2020, I had no idea that it was that, you know, almost three, you know, two and a half years plus later that we were still going to be just trucking along every week. I mean, it's uh, it's been quite a ride. I mean, I, I I don't know what to tell you guys, but I, I mean, this is something that I must have every week. When I wasn't on Uptime for a while, I got to tell you, I was missing it, and I'm just like, when, you know, when am I going to go back on there, Lord? And the next thing you know, it was like after a certain point, I was like, maybe I'm not ever going to go back. And that was when Greg was like, hey, it's time for you to come back. And I'm like, okay, yes, that sounds great. Come back in. Yeah, and since then, I'm telling you, I just cannot think of – it's been over a year now since I've been back because um, I was I was on it for like um, – a, a year, uh, like about what, about seven, eight months. And then I took a little break and then I've come back and I got to tell you guys, I, I, I don't know how, I don't know how you can not be on here. Like, it, cause for me, it's just like invigoration time. It's like, I get this injection of, of the brethren and the, and, and just, I feel so good for the rest of the week. You know, it's a time of refreshing. Yeah. The yeah. says, you know. I like that. I like so many great comments here tonight. You know, uh, guy said, guy Chris here, he's in, he's at the uh, senior center, senior center mopping the floor, listening to us. So he's not watching us. I can relate. He's listening to us. <laughs> All right. Voice right now are echoing throughout that senior center. Do you hear me, Chris? Hello. Do you hear me? Hello, Chris. Hey, Chris, God bless he's you. Older, call me. Oh. <laughs> we we, we speak blessings over that senior center right now in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. But, uh, I love it. Uh, we have a great audience here. A lot of great comments. 
Um, I haven't seen any bots in here yet, but uh, a lot yeah. of great comps in here. Got a lot. Well, of now you did it. Eventually. Now you did it. Yeah, now, now, now we'll start seeing them. But uh, yeah, so far though, tonight's <laughs> been really pretty good. Um, you know, the Lord's really blessed us, Greg, and I, and I'm so glad that that He gave you this inspiration to to do this because it takes Me a too. big commitment, Greg, to do this. And and I got to tell you. We appreciate everything that you do. You coordinate all these guests. We don't do any of that, okay? We don't, and like I said, we don't share the green pages before the broadcast to figure out what we're going to talk about either. Um, and, and the fact, Greg, you run this so seamlessly, it is not an easy thing to do. So thank you, Greg, for, for everything that you do and your commitment to uptime. Well, I, I thank you for that. And I, of course, you guys know me well enough that I give all glory to God for this. And, uh, if it wasn't for him, he wouldn't give me this, you know, if he didn't give me the skill and the the inspiration to do this, I, I would just be off doing something else. Who knows? Who knows sure. what? Mm-hmm. But I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing this here because, you know, kind of fills in the gaps between the videos I post. You know, I'll post a video <laughs> and do a dream revision. By the way, the dreams and visions videos are coming back. New ones next week, everybody. Cool. I've been doing all the uh, chronicles of the rapture, but now new ones coming next week. Just waiting to see what happens with these elections, you know. But, uh, you know, what I love about Uptime is in between, I get these new revelations from the, con- the, the Dream and Vision content that I do a video on. I was like, man, I should have mentioned that. <laughs> but Uptime's here, and I can come on and talk about it, anything that I might forget, you know. <laughs> So that's that's always great, or any of the rapture resurrection reports or anything like that. No, that's what's great. You know, just uptime fills in the gaps. You know, yeah, I got an interesting. Uh, I got an interesting uh, little update from the state of Georgia here. Ooh, uh, Herschel Walker is now now ahead of Warnock. Oh, uh, yeah, that and, and he was really he was way, like 12, 13 points down after the early was voting was counted. Way, way, way behind. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, interesting. I, I tell you, that's, that is interesting to me. And sometimes yeah. dude, that goes to show you that sometimes, uh, you know, you can't help but talk about politics tonight because look what's yeah. happening. I mean, this yeah. is really going to be the turning point for us. You know, the rapture resurrection is a today is a great candidate for the rapture resurrection. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody here asked me about 11, the 11th of November. 11, 11. 11. Yeah. Um, I saw something. I can't vet it. But uh, somebody posted a video, a pretty credible video, and this uh, they're telling everybody to uh, go underground on the tenth, and uh, it's like to like their elite. It was like a elite mess message to elite to elites that was intercepted, and they're all going underground, uh, get into their bunkers on the tenth. I don't know how true that is. Oh. You guys hear anything about that? Well, if they do, I hope they just go there and stay there because um, if, in fact, like the rapture doesn't happen, they can just go ahead and stay there for all I care because, uh, you know, we'll we'll stick around. We'll continue to occupy. We'll continue to spread the gospel and we'll have less um, less interference. So, yes, go to your bunkers and stay there for, as you know, I don't know, as long as you possibly can. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard anything in particular about that, but um I think there's always hope, right, to look at things that are coming up and we see these different things. But uh, speaking to what you're saying specifically, Bob, that's kind of interesting because I've seen that 
uh, from a independent news reporters, uh, ham operators have been picking up a lot of, uh, I think, emergency action messages from okay. the nuclear uh, exchanges and comms, if you will, between <laughs> our triad, nuclear triad. So I think it's really interesting that because if you have a lot of chatter going on with our nuclear assets, right, and then now you're starting to hear possible messages about going in bunkers, that kind of would make sense to me. You know? Isn't that and interesting that, that they want to, like, go towards the, the center of the earth? Bob, they want to go towards the middle or the or inner earth, and we want to go upwards. Yeah. Yeah, how about Isn't that? that? That's a great point. They just got to dig about 2,000 miles deeper. They want to dig deeper to the core of the earth and get in there. And we all we want to do is get out of here. And yeah. you know what? It, it reminds me of Revelation, right? This Spartan Revelation 616. And they said to the mountains of rocks, fall on us and hide us from yeah. the face of him that sitteth yeah. on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. Right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really uh, interesting well, that you say that, um, right? Because that's exactly what I was thinking when you guys were talking yeah, that's about Yeah, exactly what I was thinking too. When he said bunker, yeah. I'm like, yeah. hide us. Yeah. Hide yeah. us from the face of, the, of him that sits on the throne and from the wrath. Because they know... Mm-hmm. The wrath is from him, and they know the wrath is coming upon them, and so they try to hide from it because they know that they that they're not his children. They know that, mm-hmm. and yet they don't do anything about it except to try to hide. And then, and then after after that, when they actually get zonked a bit, then they start blaspheming him and cursing yeah. him. I mean, it is so debased. And the arrogance that goes to the minds of these people is the opposite of what we were talking about, which was humbleness. Humbling yourself, realizing that you aren't the one who's in control of this universe. You know, it goes it goes back to that. Did you make Orion? Did you make the Pleiades? Were you there when it was made? You know, there, there's something bigger going on here than just you. Or you and your party, or you and your ideology, and the people that support that, and that give you a thumbs up and a like. It's there's so much more to that. It isn't an individual. Eternity is an individual matter. <laughs> it is. It is. It is handled between you and the Creator Himself. And uh, there's no more. Uh, there's nothing more important than someone's eternity. Let's be honest. That is that that goes on forever. That's in the very definition yeah. of eternity. I think we've all had the had the same uh, had, if you will, the same theme or subject for tonight, if you will, has uh, been uh, to bring people back to the Lord. You know, evangelical type of you know bringing people back, like like Philip did. You know, go out and mm-hmm. go out on the roads and win them. And uh, what Kev just said was great because that's the truth. It's it's between it's something you need to if you if you don't know the one true and living God and the Lord Jesus Christ, it's time to get to know Him. And uh, He's not He don't want to be a stranger. You know, it, it just it, if you think oh you know like I said before quite a while ago, if you think you've been too bad for 
his grace? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this, this is the time. This is the time. This is the season to uh, to make a decision. This is the hour of decision, as uh, mm. Billy Graham used to say back in the day. You know, to to go ahead and and um, and stop trying to figure this whole thing out yourself. And and as I said, give Jesus Christ a chance. Just give him a chance. That's all you have to do. Amen. Ask him, ask him, and he'll answer. Like a still small Amen. voice, he'll answer you. He'll work in your life. He's worked in all of our lives. And uh, whenever I start to get down in the dumps, I keep thinking about how how far, what he's done for me, and you know, he's blessed me. And sure, I got struggles, but who doesn't? Everybody's got stuff. But we can all we we have a we have that. Sure word of prophecy. We have that. Uh, we're sealed, sealed with that Holy Amen. Spirit of promise. I mean, you can't just. I mean, God doesn't do doesn't do things halfway. No, you know, and His gifts they, are his, his gifts are good. You know, He doesn't give bad gifts. Some people think, well, how, how can He allow this and allow that? It's just the way things are. <clears throat> yeah, the, the gifts of God are. Are uh, good. So, His grace is always yeah. sufficient, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. it really yeah. is, and just <laughs> uh, it's wow, right man. there. It, it just like yeah. it fill. It just perfectly fills you. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, it, it, and yet it's not. Oh, it's not more. It's sufficient, and that's the beautiful thing. It's like no matter how much it is, it's going to meet that. And yeah. I think okay. that goes to your point, Robert, which is there is no limit. There is no limit yeah. to that. I like what uh, David says here. Sealed, sealed, yes. Once saved, always saved. I'll go even further. To say, once uh, born again, always born again. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Uh, people make that argument. Once saved, always saved. Well, it gets confusing. But if you just say once born, once born again, always born again, that's biblical. Ephesians two eight and nine. We're saved by grace through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. And by that faith, we are sealed until the day of redemption. Ephesians four thirty. Okay, here's the thing. When we get saved, we become bipolar. We have a spirit (laughs) that is pure, pure in the Lord, pure, sinless, hates sin. Okay, pure. Then we have our body, our flesh that is ungodly, just fleshly. Okay, full of sin. So if you sit there and have these arguments with yourself, you know, our apostle Paul said we war with our own flesh. Okay, there's a there's a fleshly Bob and a spiritual Bob. So we all become bipolar at this point. All right. So if you are having this war, these arguments with yourself, welcome to the club. Yep. Right, Michael. Amen. Yeah, that dual nature, man. It's uh, it's something, isn't it? And not a lot of, I don't think enough talk has ever gone into that because it's almost like you need to be prepared for that when you come into the faith because <laughs> it's 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 a really it is a wrestling match and it's 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 something that you can only do by the grace of God through his spirit and his power. And um speaking to what Mr. Hagan was saying, um I was in the dumps the other day and I thought this was something interesting to bring up and how the Lord he's the one who's perfecting our faith, right? He we are his workmanship, not not the other way around. And um, I was sitting there and I was praying and I was, I was kind of in the dumps, you know, and I'm sitting there and I'm tearing up and whatnot. And um, 
I'm sitting there and I'm like, Lord, I'm so sorry that all these opportunities that I wasted throughout my life where I just started slamming doors shut that you were opening for me. And as soon as that came out of me, immediately I felt this word come into my spirit, just as if the Lord was talking to me. And um, this is what it said, or what he said. He said, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. And when I when I felt that enter into my spirit, it, it was almost as clear as me just reading that to you in my spirit. And I went and looked it up and it was uh, Revelation 3, 8. And he says, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door that no one can shut up. You have had little strength, but I've kept my word and not denied my name. And um, I'm sure you guys know the rest. It's the Church of Philadelphia who are kept from the hour of trial. And um, I thought that was so awesome because that word the Lord spoke into my spirit in that moment completely changed my entire attitude, my whole perception on everything that was happening. I went from being in the dumps to just being on spiritual cloud nine. And I was like, oh, God, you're so awesome. And then I had tears of gratitude, how I know that it has nothing to do with me, but the Lord has constantly been there to exhort and edify and encourage and bring me through this crazy wrestling match that we all have to deal with. Mm. It's not fun, but the Lord will see you through to the end. That's mm. the, the key to power is the renewed mind. You know, mm. the outward Amen. man, the outward man is perishing and the inward man is being renewed day by day. But uh, it's, it's, you know, we, we've all had those situations that, that come up, you know, and uh, we have an adversary. We have, uh, you know, the, the um, battlefield is the mind and the weapons, the word, and the key is faithfulness. It's really true. Uh, God is always faithful to us. And we, we endeavor to each day, get up and be faithful to him. And yeah. uh, I think that's uh, been the, the biggest blessing of being on here for the time that we've all been on here because we, uh, we've all grown and, uh, I believe we've reached uh, we've reached a few people with the truth. In fact, I know we have. And uh, you know, I don't need to see numbers. I, I can look on the and see the comments, but I just uh, I just feel in my heart and my spirit that there's been a lot of people who have maybe come on here, just gotten on here accidentally, if you will. Not I don't think it's a coincidence, but they get on here and they'll hear a word and. It'll just, uh, it'll be a real blessing to them. It's something that they, they really needed to hear right at the particular time. Like you were just saying, Michael, uh, the Lord said to you, Hey, that's my, my son's a little down there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and give him something that's going to bring him back up. You know, he's an individual God. He doesn't, you know, not this ethereal vapor up in the heavens, but a it's, it's a personal thing, you know. Mm, it's a personal. How, how, yeah, it's it's uh, with each of us, you know. It just it's 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 a marvelous. It really is the only word I can think of. It's really you know, it's something. And when you when you're uh, one thing I tell you, one one things I appreciate about Bob is that he doesn't. Now he could with all his his uh, his really cool videos that he does and the information, you know, being a, a end time analyst, he could come out here and say, you know, I am a prophet and here's, 
here's what the Lord has told me for you to, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not us. It's, it, it really, it's, if whatever abilities we have, whatever gifts we've been given, I think we all agree that the glory has to go to God. I've always, I, I emphasize that a lot. I think we all do because he's the only one that I, I, I shouldn't even be here. Honestly, I, I can count so many times where I have come so close to not, to being out of here for different things. And somehow he kept me going. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Or I would have never met all you guys here. So, well, thanks for being here. It's it's really um, it's really true, and and we can and we're always learning. You know, uh, Michael hasn't figured it all out. Neither has Greg or Bob or Kevin or myself. We, we, don't, we don't have it all figured out. <laughs> you know, I don't all of a sudden get up in the morning. Hey, man, I got this all figured out. I'm going to get a hold of Bob. And we're going to, you know, it just I don't. The, you know, we, we learn at different, I think we learn at different levels, if you will. Um, different times where we're given nuggets of truth, we're given insight. And all you guys have a lot of insight. There's no doubt about that. God gives you insight. He's the one that gives you the wisdom to put things together because he's a God of order. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fascinated when I watch these videos, the order, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, not to not to put Bob up on a pedestal, but when I'm thinking about what you're doing and how God must be just be teaching this stuff, I'm thinking to myself, that is extremely cool to watch that because, you know, the whole reason for it the reason that you're giving this information is to bring people back home. That's why I call it coming back home, you know, and if you can reach one person or 10 million people, it's, it's a great thing. It's a, it's a, it's an honor hmm. to be on here. You know, I mean, maybe we even take it for granted every week, but it, it's really an incredible honor that, that uh, the Lord allows us to come on here and to reach the people that we do. And we're thankful for each and every person that's on here tonight. That's uh, taking their time to watch and, you know, the Lord bless all of you. If there's any sicknesses or any illnesses or anything going on, we just thank you in the name of Jesus Christ that he's going to touch your life and heal you and um, just Give you uh, give you a great week. So, I think. Are I've you able to play us? Uh, are you able to play us some? Uh, uh, How great thou art on that piano back there, Bob. <laughs> what do you think? If I roll back there, I disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a watchman inside the wall again. Yeah, <laughs> that looks like a uh, living room grand from where yeah. I'm looking right it's now. A, it's a baby grand. Yeah, it's, it's a baby grand. I don't know. It looks yeah. a little bigger than a baby grand. No, I don't know. It's, I used to have a baby grand. Yeah. That looks like a Ooh. living room grand. Yeah, Those are nice. Just, Lucky music. guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lucky guy. <laughs> my, my Maserati's parked out front, you know. Mm, I bet. I bet. <laughs> hey, joking, ready folks. Some, uh, yeah, let's ready do some questions. Uh, questions? Yeah, go ahead. Do you want to pull them up? 
Yeah, I got a bunch of them start here. I've been kind of going through them all. So I'll probably just go right to the top here. Is this is from uh, the Green Laser. Do you guys think God may begin the tribulation on the same day of the year he began the Great Flood, which is Friday, November 11th, 11-11, the 17th of Shavan on the Hebrew calendar? I watched um, uh, Dr. Barry All's video about that, 11-11. And if that's correct, that, that would be pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, none of us know the day of the rapture. None of us know the day when the tribulation begins. All I'm, all I'm looking for is like the big seven-year period, which I believe we're in it. But the days have been shortened, I believe. And so now we're just trying to see, like, this, this is a great candidate right here. And since we were seeing all that rhetoric going around about the 10th of November, you know, there might be something to this. Yeah. I think everybody should be ready. You know, always be ready. Of course, we're ready no matter what because we have exactly. the Holy Spirit. Amen to that. We're sealed. Amen. Yeah. And when that trumpet goes off, mm. the Holy Spirit, don't don't only try to figure it out. The Holy Spirit, I already know what to do. Just sit back and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right? That's Amen. right. Amen. Amen. Figure it out. Paul says, behold, I show you a mystery. Right. For we shall not all sleep, for we shall all be changed. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. It's a mystery. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. And, and you know what? Spiritual bodies. It's okay. We can have the interview with Brother Tyler and and Chad up in heaven. That's that's okay. We could do that. If that's sure. If that, if that's what happens, right? Amen. Amen. As, this was addressed to me, but anybody can answer it. Uh, I'll let Kevin answer. Do you think the Constitution has been compromised by the government in power? <laughs> oh, boy. Like, Is that your question? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, huh? Uh, has it been compromised? Um, well, I mean, my, my opinion is that... Careful that, now. It, my, my opinion is that compromised is probably a, a decent word. I mean, certainly they are, uh, you know, uh, de- forming it or, you know, reforming it into... Uh, work for whatever ideology that the the government in power has. I mean, but I would say that every administration has done that throughout the history of the United States. Let's be honest. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, has this one done it worse than others? I don't know if you could say that it's been worse, but maybe, 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 but I don't know. I mean, we, we weren't alive when some things were happening that were pretty bad from other administrations too. But, you know, I got to say, they definitely are using the apparatus that is like the unelected part of the government. They're definitely using that to their extreme advantage. And that I believe is outside of the constitution that they've, that, that they've really um, taken advantage of things. So yeah, I mean, it's it's really not a good situation. And we've talked about this many times before here. We believe a lot. Of, I mean, pretty I would say all of us believe that there is just so much corruption that is within the government these days that you it's it's almost impossible to find somebody who's actually doing it and who's there serving their country for the right reasons. It's it seems like a lot of these people 
are in it for themselves and then ultimately in it for the money and yeah. what they can get out of it. Amen. And that the love of money is the root of all evil. So it's like, that's why you hear the phrase, follow the money. Whenever Amen. you hear about government corruption, it's always follow the money because yeah. that is where the greed starts. That's where the envy starts. That's where the strife starts. That's where the division starts. That's where the unconstitutionality practices start. And it's all uh, a, a means to justify an end, which is what can I, what more can I get? Yeah. And that, yeah. It's not, that's Amen. not good. And I actually have a funny story about that, Kevin. When uh, I was in basic training, the very first day after we all assembled into our little bay areas and everything, the drill sergeants walked by and they were like, who's here because they love this country and you're a patriot and you're willing to shed your blood for it. And then they're, and they're like, raise your hand. And like one <laughs> hand goes up and they're like, who's here for a paycheck and free school? And everyone's like, <laughs> raising their hand. Uh, I was rolling in my mind, of course, but I mean, Hey, that just about sums it up for you right there. The first guy is kind of like what reminded me of the the, the Democratic primary um, when they said, will you let all, uh, you know, illegals to get free Medicare or whatever, or free health care? And then Joe Biden was like looking around and he kind of went like that. <laughs> it was like, come on, man. You know, I mean, seriously. That was a good question, Rob. And I think that was very uh, appropriate, Bob, that you brought that up for tonight. <laughs> So this question here from Chavo says, are the angels in Euphrates spiritual or actual? Mm. I wonder what we will be allowed to see and experience in the next few months or years. Oh, That's I hope we're not here. Bob, I hope I'm not here to see the the the, the angels dry up the Euphrates. I, I, I don't want to be here that long. That's way down the road. That's like mm-hmm. wrath time. No, no thanks. <laughs> you don't want to see that. You no, you don't want to be here to see that. But the question is, is like, what will we be allowed to see and experience before the rapture? I think that, Bob, we've called it all along. There's more and more blurring of lines. There's more and more of this beginning of sorrows becomes the the, 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 the 70th week. And, and the morphing that transitions between what we're seeing now and ultimately there. We don't know how much more we've got to t- we've got to go through, but we are in the beginning of sorrows because all these things are happening. And look, we're on the precipice of this famine that's been foretold. Right. And Jesus gotta, also talked about, you know, very recently that famine is coming. Yeah. You even got a uh, guy that they're claiming to be the Messiah. Now, they've had messiahs come through there before, supposedly. Sure. But this guy is performing miracles and healing people now. Never had that before. That's happening now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're starting to see some things now. All right. And a lot of people are taking a lot of uh, names. Yehuda. I can never remember his name. We've been been watching him now for like a year. Okay, you guys know what I'm talking about. That guy. And he's, uh, he memorized the whole Torah. And this guy is Created. I mean, the, people are people are bringing their sick to him now. You got schedule. You got schedule an appointment with this guy. Jesus walked about freely, even though he was exhausted and tired. He still had compassion for the crowd. Healed everybody. The Bible said. The Bible never said he healed almost everybody. No, the Bible said he healed everybody. This guy 
you got to make an appointment. I don't know if you got to put like a donation in the bucket. I'm not <laughs> sure, but uh, <laughs> you got to make an appointment with this guy. So definitely, we all know he's a false messiah, or at least it's definitely a lead up to it. But we have that now, right? Mm. Yeah, we have all that stuff happening now. So we're starting to see these supernatural things mm. starting to spill over now, aren't we? How could you not think that we are in the birth pains, right? How could you right. not think that? But at this point, the, the beginning of sorrows, I mean, man, yeah. all the signs, all that is here. It's all here. We're here. I did, I, but I, ultimately, in that, the answer to that question, I would answer is yes, they are, they are, not yes, because he asked me one or the other. I believe that they're actually actual angels. Not just sense. a spiritual metaphor, but that they're, they're, they're actual angels. Who wants to do this next question here? Michael does. What is it? (laughs) How does denying the rapture cause a works-based mentality? Well, I'll tell you, and maybe this is God, but I had this queued up in my my little window over here, but Hebrews 11, 5 through 6. And um, it reads, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found. Because God translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So if you're not trusting in faith, right, it's so easy to fall into a works-based mentality because it's something you think you have to earn as an extension onto salvation. When it's really just a part of the package because he said he's coming back for us. It's the redemption of the purchased possession. How are we purchased? By faith in the blood of Jesus Christ who paid for our sins at Calvary. Amen. Nice. So that's what I said. Will we be still here in two years? Well, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I don't know. It sure looks like we're not going to be here. Um, I don't know how long this guy is going to be doing miracles for two years. I don't know how long we're going to be able to keep Russia at bay. Um, we'll definitely have some answers if we see a blue wave happen- yeah. happening with this election, or even a red wave. Either way... I don't think it matters, does it? doesn't matter. If it's a blue wave, we're going to New World Order. If it's a red wave, we're going to New World Order. Either way. <laughs> I think the red wave will be a little easier, though. It'll be a little easier. It'll be a little bit... Uh, it, uh, if it has if it has to go to the, it's going to New World Order, I hope it's a red wave. You know, at least you're not going to have the IRS kicking down your door too soon with the you know with the, with the red wave because they want to, to defund that whole thing. So that that that'll be very good. Okay. Anybody else want to comment on that or? I think you said it. Yeah. Move on. And we have more. I just want. I wonder if we will need mansions. <laughs> we need to sleep. I guess when we get to heaven, we won't mansions need without bedrooms, right, Bob? Yeah, <laughs> no bed. Need big, big living rooms, big kitchens. I would think. No, I we can't imagine sleep. that we're going to need to sleep. That's a flush thing. You, you know, can if we sleep don't when sleep, you're dead. I mean, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, and we're going to be alive forever, so there is no sleep. I mean. Why would you need sleep? We, we there, there, there's no, there's no physical exertion anymore. There's no more blood. 
there's no more being tired. Uh, I no, I, I don't. I don't see us ever sleeping in eternity. Do any of you? No. No, maybe laying around, being <laughs> yeah, laying in the cloud, in our- yeah, eating some grapes. You know, the Bible says that Jesus the is uh, day and night. The Bible says that Jesus is day and night, uh, going before the Lord, uh, going before the Lord in prayer for us every single night. All right, day yeah. and night. Okay, right. so this means he never sleeps. I don't think and angels says, sleep. Yeah. No. So we're not going to sleep. You know, Jesus said, when we see him, we shall be like him. Right. right. Oh, so when we see him, we shall be like him. Okay. So we're not going to sleep. In a glorified state. Yeah. In a glorified state. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't so. want to stay. I hate having to sleep. It bothers I like, I like the idea, though, of rest. Because God yeah. did rest, right, on the seventh day. He rested. He didn't sleep, but he rested. I like that idea, Michael, of resting and eating, like, perfect grapes. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That sounds really <laughs> peaceful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert, you can feed me some grapes. Here's a good one here. Isn't it bad that I want to watch God's wrath on those evil ones? No, that's bad. Well, Revelation 6 9, it says that those are on the altar, not 6 9, uh, Revelation uh, chapter 5, chapter 5 9, or no, 5, uh, I can't remember the verse now. <laughs> but in it's Revelation, in Revelation. 5, yeah. you see them. Uh, you see them. I'm actually, what verse was that? Well, I don't even try to say. But the book of Revelation lays it out that they're under the altar and they're asking for God to avenge their blood on the earth. Mm-hmm. So they're calling out for those people, for God to kill them. So there is a form of righteous anger and desire for justice, even when you are in heaven. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think there's anything bad with anything wrong with watching these evil people who have completely rejected God, taking the mark of the beast and sided with the beast. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, I'm not going to feel sorry for these fallen angels that have been pouring out their crap on us for the last 6,000 years almost. Okay, not going to feel sorry for them at the the right throne judgment. Not going to feel sorry for them. Right. Okay. I feel oh, worse I for the people wrong. than I do for for the fallen angels, for sure. Though, mm-hmm. you know, because they're they're the ones who all the, the people are the ones who've been deceived, but the the fallen angels are the ones that consciously left their first estate and were part and, and before they fell, they were holy. So mm-hmm. that you cannot, I mean, you, you can't feel bad for them. You know, the the, the question is is like. Are you going to want to watch it, though? And that that's the thing that I kind of struggle with personally is like in some ways I'm thinking I, I want to see it happen. But in other ways, I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm kind of going to be above that. You know, like I'm going to like I'm gonna be in this glorified state. I'm not going to be so preoccupied with what what's happening down here anymore. It's almost like you've left it behind kind of mentality, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird situation where half of me is like, would I want to see what's going on? Yeah, I want to see how this turns out. I've been reading about it my whole life, and finally it's going to take place, and then I can watch it happen. But in another case, I'm kind of like, why, why, do, I, why do I care about that? I, I already know what's going to happen. I've read about it. 
I know that's going to take place. And then do I just enjoy the time with the Lord and with the brethren before we come back down to earth with them, you know? Yep. And we'll be able to do that too. Here's a great question. Do you think people that specifically vote for pro-abortion candidates are saved? <laughs> I'm going to say no. They have a form of godliness. Bob, you can't do that, own. Bob. You can't do that. You can't judge somebody on themselves. But I'm saying that, so <laughs> I'm just a man. But come on. If you have an indwelling Holy Spirit and you're supporting someone that's killing children, then you you're you're a person. I believe you're a person that oh I'm I'm a Jesus lover. I'm a Christian, but as stated in Second Timothy three fifteen, I mean Second Timothy three five, they have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof from such turn away. So that's what I'm saying here. They have a form. Yeah, of I mean, you can. I okay. You cannot partake with them. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but. For the, for you to say that they're not saved is, I mean that's, I think that's for God to decide. Yeah, that's 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 me saying. No, look at I, I, I'm with <laughs> you on don't don't partake don't partake with them. I I'm I'm with yeah. you on that. That's that sounds good. I mean, you can see their fruits. You're like, I don't like that. I'm not gonna have anything to do with you. But to say whether or not they're saved or not, that is not something that we can we can put judgment on them at that point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. My my guess is good as yours. I'm assuming that they're not. But what, can, what, yeah, what, what, yeah. What, what does that matter, though? What what does it matter? What I think it makes yeah, it have, it makes it easier been, to not partake with them. <laughs> yeah, there have been people that have uh, come out of the abortion industry. Yeah. You know, come out of Planned Parenthood that have true. turned their lives yeah, yeah, over the, to the Lord. The head of it, right? Yeah. She, she she was the head of it, and she came out of that. Yeah. There's so, quite a few, and there's, yeah, you know, people that are, uh, say, a gal's going to have an abortion, and she's counseled from somebody and decides not to have one. I mean, right. she, she might, uh, at that point, not, you know, maybe the boyfriend said, "Go, you have to go ahead and do this," but she decides, "No, I'm going to keep the baby or something." And and there's been a lot of stories of. Uh, you know, you see all the time people that were, you know, that their mom didn't abort them and, and they're doing great things for the Lord. So I don't they know. could be ba- they could be babes in Christ. They could sure. um, they, they, they could they could be saved and not born again. Um, there's a lot of different things. But, um, yeah, but I, I would say, you know, if you have a chance and, and they're willing to talk about some things, there are plenty of verses in the Bible that talk about how, uh, you know, some prophets and, and people like, you know, you knew me before I was even born, God, you know, you, you created me and you can talk about those type, that aspect of it and how precious that is. So maybe you can reach them in a certain way and they can get their eyes open toward, ah, maybe this is not the way to go. Um, you know, but at the same time, I mean, if somebody's like a staunch this and that, most likely they're they're not interested in anything that we have to say about yeah. salvation or Jesus. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, I know. It's up to God. God God knows their heart. Just like I was talking about before, once born again, always born again. You know, there are people out there claiming that they're saved. 
And I'm like, well, are you? Okay. And the, you claim you talk about Jason and stuff like that. I know people like that, but then they, they, they don't get the whole concept of what Jesus did or anything. So it's like they just said a prayer and they think they're saved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's so, the tragedy. Yeah, that yeah. is the tragedy, isn't it? And those it are the really people is. who are Christians. That, well, I still have my body and my choice. I get that. But, you know, do you, is, uh, do you think you're saved by a prayer? Do you think you're saved by your works? So, yeah, I agree with you, Kevin. But, I don't know, abortion just makes me angry yeah, for so many different reasons. I actually made a short clip about that today, about the parallels between Planet Parenthood and Moloch. It's kind of kind of strange and uh, disturbing. But if you want to know how God feels about uh, child sacrifice, just look at Leviticus chapter 20. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is an easy uh, question, though. Let's move on to this one. Go ahead. Uh, do people who get beheaded for Jesus Christ in the tribulation, are they raised back to life with a glorified body? I guess in the millennial kingdom, really, it's before the millennial kingdom. And the answer is yes. Boom. Yes. Done. Yes. <laughs> yes. They get to I'm ruin man as well. Yes. And what is the falling away? Hmm. I believe the falling away is, is, uh, is what we're experiencing right now. Mm, is, you know, everybody believed in the gospel of grace up until about the last 30, 30, 40 years. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. works has been creeping back into the the gospel of grace. People have been polluting the gospel yeah, because now we're getting close to the rapture, mm-hmm. which has, you know, stimulated people to start. You know, there was no rapture, no rapture here. 1988 didn't pan out. So, obviously, uh, there must not be a rapture. And so, while we're talking about that, while we talk about how we're saved, you know, not faith by grace alone, you know, and that's really taken hold over the last 30 years. Look at this yeah. current generation of young, and, uh, young people, right? I mean, they're, they, they are rejecting the truth. Uh, yeah. You asked them, you know, 60, 80 years ago. And yeah. that same group age group of people would 85, 90 some odd percent would say they believe in Jesus. And, uh, you know, 95 percent of them say they believe in God. Now you ask that same question, less than 50 percent believe in Jesus and about 70 percent, 60 to 70 percent believe in God. Yeah. So the falling away uh, has really st- happened, started happening a while back. But I mean, I would say like it really started to kick in. In the 60s, oh, yeah. yeah, when prayer was removed uh, from school, when, oh, yeah. uh, you know, when a lot of things changed in the 60s in a more anti, uh, anti-Christ spirit really started to grab hold of the generations, yeah. and it's just gotten worse. So I believe that we are in this falling away and that um, it's, getting, it's getting worse with every generation. Yeah, I think it's uh, getting definitely worse. And when we talk about falling away, I actually looked at this before and um, I found some interesting things about it because we see the falling away, the apostasia, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it's heavily driven by pride, right? Because when we go back to the very beginning, who was the first one to fall away? Lucifer, right? He wanted to be like the most high. And why? Because of his pride, right? That's, That's huge. And then when you trace it all the way back to the Laodicean church age, What's the big problem? Oh, I have everything that I need. I'm rich, you know. I have, you know, it's all going back to pride. That's why pride is such a dangerous thing 
to the believer. Right. Yep. It's Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at the they're calling it out for. I mean, right that right there, I and mean, they yeah. use it in their name. I mean, yeah, no, that's that's. I actually it's, put that video out in yeah, uh, that month. <laughs> they I'm are not hiding. Okay. Stricken now, and they steal God's rainbow. What are they doing? Yeah, I mean they're I not know. hiding it. It's right there in plain sight. They, the the pride goes before their fall. Yeah, right. Yeah. If I have forgot yeah. about this, this is coming up uh, just a few, oh, uh, cop five days yeah. from now. Oh, Has yeah. anyone heard about the cop twenty seven at Mount Sinai? I just did a video on that last week. Yeah, and they are waiting to start a global day of rest on Sundays to keep emissions down, bringing the church and politic politics together. Asking religious leaders to basically just come together, give them their blessings, and forego the the details of their religious belief and just worship the earth collectively. The beast system, the one world religion. Perfect. There it is. There it is. There it is, Robert. Gaia. Again, there's Gaia. Just, I mean, it's so... It's the old has become new again, and uh, they all have the same thing in common, don't they, Bob? It's just... Yeah. It's disgusting. It's like they 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 just they, they they love this place so much. They want to live here forever uh, in their mortal bodies, transhumans, uh, you know, and then and don't ever have to have a god, and they could be their own gods. It's 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 just mm-hmm. the old. It's the oldest lie in the book. Yep. It's the don't it's worry. Good. Yeah, you won't be. You won't die. You could be yeah. just like him. Yeah, it's the oldest lie in the book. Yeah, right. like God. Yeah, don't lie. Wow, good job, <laughs> yeah. Paul Begley. <laughs> Thank you, Paul, for that uh, cameo. Yeah, but that, that's a, that's what they promote. You won't die. You know, have a transhumanism. You won't die. You know, what? thing is, according to our Book of Revelation, that the fact that death flees from you, it's a curse. It's not going to be a good thing when death flees from you. Okay, sometimes something happens to you so horrific and painful that death, you're going to welcome it. And what's going to happen to these people after they take the mark of the beast? Imagine getting run over by a truck and you're flattened on the side of the road, but you won't die. And this happens like, you know, three years and eight months into the tribulation. So you got to lay there on the ground suffering until the end of the tribulation when some angel comes by and scoops you up. And bundled you up with all the terrors. Can you imagine that? You ever thought about that? Actually, I have. (laughs) No, I haven't thought about getting scooped up. (laughs) Yeah, I actually have. Actually, many a time. You thought about being scooped up? Growing up up in church, uh, me and my friends actually had that conversation before. Kind of a weird conversation. I'd say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, let's discuss getting scooped up. Yeah, come on. It's amazing. I, I've made it to the end, the end of the show tonight. That's amazing. This is what with you again at the end. We just uh, we we just go off the rails. So. Start talking about sleep earlier, and that's something <laughs> to consider here. We, we, were, we were talking about how we're not going to sleep, and I think that kept oh. you up. <clears throat> I, I was going to say something. I just asked the way on it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, when you talk, I, I fall asleep. That's great. I appreciate that. So it's been over an hour and a half since uh, the polls have closed. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. Uh, um, well, or- some of the some of the results, uh, it, it looks like uh, 
Oh, what do you got? A, you got an update there, Bob? Well, there's one Walker's a little bit. Walker's ahead. still ahead, yeah. Um, I'm, looks like Fetterman, the race with him and, and Medmen Oz uh, for the Senate in Pennsylvania, it was he was way, I mean, he was like 25 points ahead of Oz, and now it's down to about three. Wow. So wow. it's, uh, and as far as the, um, the governor of New York. I don't know. I haven't checked that one. Herschel Walker ahead by 0.8% with 79% precincts reporting. Hey, yeah. hey Kevin, you know it's coming, right? Three o'clock special. Three, three o'clock special. Yeah. Three o'clock special. So you guys are going to go on at three? Yeah, so we're, we're going to be going on. Um, we're going to do a live stream. And this time we're going to stay up all night until, well, well. You, no, we're not going to do that. We learned our lesson last time. We know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, just just expect it, folks. You know what? Just expect them to just eat away this whole thing. Eat, 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 eat. Okay, it's going oh, to be. It's an all you can eat. <laughs> all you can all eat. You can eat buffet I love buffet. that. Michael's got the got it down. It's right. an all you can eat buffet tonight. Just expect yeah. that, so that way, if it does turn out to be good, then you won't be so upset. Sure. I like that. That's what happened in twenty twenty. There Just you lower your expectations. You know, you <laughs> don't you need heat in the winter. You don't need burgers anymore. You don't yeah. need Just lower you your expectations. <laughs> you can go find a You'll horse. have nothing, Bob, and you'll love it. Go with the synthetic beef. Here's great. Yeah, go with the go with the fake synthetic beef. You'll love it. Synthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Go with the crickets. Just go to Greg's house, pick them up, <laughs> on your burger. That's they're that's gone. Just- they move. Absolutely disgusting. Where's the beef? <laughs> Let's say a prayer, everybody. What? Say a prayer. I'm glad we, we have not seen that false flag yet. Yeah. I know. I was actually really expecting that. I really was. I was yeah. like, leading up to this, I was like, I'll surely, surely something's going to happen. I mean, there that must was be the, a false flag. If it was the Paul Pelosi thing, that was a weak yeah. false flag. That was Yeah. Just- yeah. Yeah, that did so. not pan out too well, especially when he's like saying, "Oh, here's my friend." Yeah, you know that whole thing was just to rally the whole pride people. Yeah. Oh, Paul Pelosi. Hey, all right. Oh, <laughs> Voting Democrat. Right? No, I don't think it worked, dude. I don't think it worked. Yeah, yeah I think. It, I, and I think it, it almost just makes you a freak. It seems. Gross. It seems like it backfired on all of them. I mean, it, it, like a lot of things that they actually said. Well, didn't like President Biden just say a couple of days ago, we're going to get rid of all the coal plants in the United States? I mean, that, yeah, that probably could. Well, I mean, why would you say that like two days before a major <laughs> senatorial election in, in Pennsylvania? That's like super tight. I mean, yeah. are they trying to give this thing away, Bob? I mean, are they really you know, are that, they just trying to lose? Sense. That would make sense, Kevin. Maybe they want us to all go red because that was, that was the whole plan. Yeah. Make everybody hate. That's, Remember I said that before, like a few yes. months ago, when uh, the, whoever the powers that be told all the Democrats, hey, we need you guys to get out there and campaign and make sure every American in the country hates you. So right. that way they'll vote red because we need to go red. Well, they okay. put a lot we of money into a lot of these campaigns. Well, they did. That's a good yeah. point. They put a they lot put of money. A, behind the Democrats these, put a lot of money into yeah. the Republican campaign. Sure, they did. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's a good point. So they they, they, they you know what they've done such a good job of getting people to really get upset at them. <laughs> they are so good at that. They I think that they got that down to a team up. Right. Yeah. I mean, who who lets Fetterman 
campaign. Oh, fracking's good. Oh, I stand with fracking. <laughs> I stand. Oh, oh fracking. I stand. Oh, I, stand. Oh, I stand with fracking. Yeah, you're not sitting. Okay. Yes, you're standing. <laughs> we got that. I stand. Yeah. I'm for fracking. I stand. I stand. <laughs> it's like, come on, come man. On, man. Come on, man. And let that idiot continue to talk. I mean, I think maybe, maybe if there's a red wave, that was all planned. And I stand. So that means what everything yeah. I said about the whole red wave and Trump coming back, galvanizing all the Christians to take it into the mark of the beast. Mm. Makes perfectly good sense. Oh. Well, look at uh, Elon Musk, right? Oh, in that man. devil's champion suit he wore. Yeah, what's with oh, that? Yeah. Oh, that was something crazy. up with him, man. Oh, Something's yeah. going on with him. Everyone thought he was going to be this Trump type characteristic person, too. But I mean, let's not forget yeah. that he's also a transhumanist. Well, yeah, not going that direction. Hey, Mushki. Yeah. <laughs> and now we see his yeah. true colors. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah exactly. Yeah. Now that, I mean, <laughs> how yep. can, I mean, anybody here, would you guys consider wearing that for Halloween? I mean, like, I just, I just don't get like you're like wake up and you're like I, I got, I got the perfect cop. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm gonna be the devil himself. You know, it's just like <laughs> I, I can't call him the, brother Elon. We, we're not calling him brother Elon. That's for sure. No, no, no. I mean, Elon. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's definitely not brother himself Elon. though as the devil's champion. Like, right. I, don't, I just don't see. I just don't see like if you're really outflowing with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that, you're, that you're that you're going to be doing that, and also wishing for like to live forever in a in a machine. I just come on. Yeah, I mean, just, the sermon's got to be there if you're you know if, if you have that. Now, I'm not judging whether or not he's saved or not, but I just got to say, I can see by his fruits that there are some questions there. Yeah, poor decisions for sure. Poor decisions. Yeah, that's yeah. that that right there is a. Really poor one. <laughs> it's the poorest of them all. I mean, if you're trying to if you're trying to actually like witness for the Lord in that, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough job. I mean, <laughs> I just don't. I don't see how you're gonna be effective in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that thing was ridiculous. And then um, I actually looked up this uh, ridiculousness because I had to see it to believe it after I heard about it. And um, he was sitting there with it in a in a still shot. With this worm costume, and it just reminded me of Isaiah sixty six twenty four. I'm not sure if you can pull that <laughs> up, but uh, yeah, it was uh really disturbing, and it kind of kind of bringing this full circle back to uh, when you guys were talking about going into the earth, right? And I think that's a, another really interesting thing because the worm, right? That's like the dwelling place of the worm. Yeah, Isaiah sixty six twenty four. Let's see. Is it sixty six twenty four? Yeah, sixty six twenty four. And he was like posing with his outfit right next to this giant earthworm. And it just reminded me of this with the bunkers and them going into the earth and they shall go forth and look upon the carcasses of the men that have transgressed against me for their worm shall not die. Neither shall their fire be quenched, and they shall be an abhorring unto all flesh. And I, I thought about that, and I was like, man, it's it's like the worms, right? They just straight into the earth. They just want to go hide themselves away. And to see the devil's champion sitting next to this disgusting-looking earthworm, I was like, immediately what I thought of, I was like, this is disturbed. It feels like there's like this punishment that that's going to be coming upon those 
I mean, we also we know that the punishment's coming on those who take the mark. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I got to think that that the mark does them no favors in before the second coming. Like it just gets worse and worse for them to the point where they're just hit, there's this hideousness about them. And we, we hear about, you know, we've read about the sores and stuff like that. But like this is the point where they're like, they want to die, but they can't die. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, those, I mean, what are they going to be looking like? You know, I mean, what, what are they going to turn into? Uh, you know, well, and so I think this verse maybe gives us a hint of that. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah. I also heard it too. Yeah. Um, somebody giving a, um, um, translation of it or interpretation of it meaning that this says here that uh, they have trans transgressed against me for their worm shall right. not die now their worm okay their ownership of a worm mm-hmm. now basically um of the person's interpretation i heard that sounded pretty good was at the white throne judgment when they're thrown into the lake of fire they mm-hmm. are given a new body and mm-hmm. it's a worm. They're like a worm. Mm-hmm. And no need for hands. You're not doing nothing with your hands no more. Don't need legs. You just sit in the frying pan and fry. That's it. You get a body of a worm, your head. Imagine your their heads on a worm. And all you do is squiggle and burn. Okay, that was the mm-hmm. interpretation I heard of that verse. Wow, there's not much more abhorring than that. Abhorring is yeah. pretty a, a pretty bad word when you think about yeah. it. It's like Abhorring yeah. to all flesh. I mean, it doesn't get much worse than abhorring. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah, how, how do you think that person looks? They're abhorring. Well, yeah, you, that would be horrible. You, you can't really go down from there. That's pretty much rock bottom. Because if you're a worm, if you're if you if you if you transplant your head onto a worm, oh. all right, that'd be pretty abhorring of all yeah. flesh. But what's worm? Worms are flesh. They're yeah. natural yeah. flesh. I know, saw the movie when the dude's head was on a fly. Yeah. And they just burrow into the darkness. Like, help me! Oh, oh, Jeez. All right, guys. What do, you, what do you say? We'll uh, pack it in. Pack it in. You guys, oh, we're let, let you get. Let, no, we're we're transferring over to your channel, right? To watch the. Yeah, uh, we're, we're <laughs> yeah. going right now to Kevin Hooker and Bob Barber with election twenty twenty two election night special for the next ten hours. For the next ten hours, we'll be <laughs> well, witnessing the well, three o'clock. Well, they, well, they all should be closed the right now. Yeah, closed. all the results are starting to come in. I, I've been well, checking them off and on. And the next polls close and says nineteen minutes yeah. and 30, 37 seconds. Yeah, um, but that's so that, that Georgia that's probably race is really, for California. Really interesting. Maybe? Yeah. yeah, that Georgia race is really interesting for the Senate. It is because really it's, uh, no it's one close, thought that was, no one thought that was going to be close at all. No, no. Herschel Walker was down by like ten with yeah. like. like a, a and month War- and a half ago. And, and Warlock, I mean, Warnock was supposed to walk away with it. Don't even get me started on that guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, All thanks. Right, well, thanks we'll see you what guys. happens. Yeah, hey, great to have you on for the remainder we of the first troll. Hard okay. to believe. It's just the miracles do happen. <laughs> yeah, miracles do happen. God bless. Uh, all right, well, we'll yeah. see what happens. It'll be interesting to find out. Find out next week if we're still here. We got a big big broadcast, don't we? Oh, we have a huge broadcast. Yeah, we have a lot of people coming on here. So biggest of time ever. And Bob, you can come on with us. (laughs) Oh, we can get everybody on. Okay, Okay. let's do it. Trust you, man. 
<laughs> I, I don't know how much <laughs> time we're going to get in talking, but look, if Barbara, <laughs> yeah. Barbara could have gotten everybody on, you could do it. I'm just, I'm just going to sit and listen. You got, you got a lineup like that. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, hey guys, great yeah. show, and just be quiet. <laughs> this, this might be the the broadcast to end all broadcast. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Okay. yeah. Are you predicting something? <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, yeah. me. Good night, no. you guys. Never. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone. God bless.